0: Meren had never seen a dead man before. As she peeked over the rocky crag, the image of the Highlander faced down on the beach did not repulse her. From her vantage point, the man appeared in his prime, well-muscled like a warrior. Why had he washed up on the Coil, the narrow span of land that connected the tiny islet of Florida to the Isle of Rasse From whither had he come? What caused his death? dry at low tide. Soon the narrow gap would fill with seawater and wash the body into the sound of Rasse. Meren dropped the shell she had found. Reaching beneath her cloak, she lifted her kirtle skirts and climbed over the rock. She glanced at the deerhound behind her. Gar, come! After scanning the scene for danger, any sign of life, she crept down to the Highlander. Gar sniffed nudging the man with his nose. Maren stood at the Highlander's side for a moment. Powerfully built, it wasn't anything like her father or Friar Pat. His face was turned to the side. His damp, flaxen hair pasted over his cheek and mouth. Clad in a dirty linen shirt, his broad shoulders tapered to narrow hips, supporting a red and black kilt, a bold plaid. Perhaps he's one of the clansmen from Brochel Castle. Dark red blood soaked one side of his shirt. It clung against him, the wound still oozing. The Highlander's kilt hitched awkwardly up over his thighs. Merrin stared, her pulse quickening. The kilt exposed the lower half of his buttock. It wasn't rounded and soft, but chiseled, as if hewn from stone. At the apex of his powerful legs was something soft, strewn with downy curls. Pushing the hood from her head, Merrin stepped over the oars that rested askew beside him and knelt for a closer look. He had bollocks, just like Bucky the ram, and Gar. That it surprised her—a man had bollocks—seemed odd when she considered it. would he breed. Her gaze swept across his muscular form, and a stirring deep inside augmented her curiosity— Her breasts ached like they did just before she started her courses. Maren licked her lips and cast her stare back to his face. With a soft whimper, Gar sat and leaned against her like he always did, the big sook. She looked closer. Though bloodied and bruised, the Highlander had a pleasant face, with an angular nose and a bold jaw, thinnish lips but not too thin. She scooted up to brush the hair away from his face. Strands stuck to the stubble of his beard. Meron gasped when the coarse bristles prickled her fingers as she swept the hair aside. Her fingers stopped at the back of his neck. A long, very warm neck. Warm? Meron's gut clenched, and she placed her finger just under his nose and held it still. He wasn't dead.